This morning uh, is going to be very interactive, so get ready. Are you guys ready? Did you, did you come in ready to interact like crazy? I mean, it's going to be, well, okay, well, it's going to be interactive, but I, I don't have to talk it up too much. I want to talk today about prayer, and specifically I want to talk about a, a kind of prayer, a part of prayer actually, that I think is, is very neglected um, because it, it hasn't necessarily been uh, shown to us. And, you know, how many of you guys know that the disciples came to Jesus and they said, hey, Jesus, can you teach us how to pray? Because John the Baptist taught his peeps how to pray, so we'd like to know how to pray. So what does that mean for us? It means that it's okay that maybe we don't know how to pray. Maybe there's some things we could learn about prayer and, and, and that we could be more effective. Because you guys know they were asking Jesus to teach them how to pray because they saw that Jesus was getting some serious results, right? So it's totally appropriate for us to continue to learn how to pray. And by the way, that's the interactive part today. We're going to take some time today to pray together. But I want to I want to encourage us in an aspect of prayer that I just said I believe is neglected. And, and I actually think that that something that we're seeing in this in this season, and I think you would agree with me, in this season, how many of you guys have noticed there's a lot of angry Christians? that are out there. I mean, how many of you have seen some angry Christian dialogue? How many of you have been that angry Christian? So yeah, God bless you, you brave, honest souls. I am honored to be with you. Check that vulnerability out. Some people raise their hands. And the rest of you, you liars, we, re- we forgive you. We've all had some time, right? It's like, it's true though, there's been a lot of anger that's going on right now. And, and I believe that a, a facet of that is coming from this aspect of prayer that many of us may not realize that we're invited into. And that aspect of prayer that I'm talking about is lament. That there's an aspect of prayer that's called lament. And God actually invites us into that. He doesn't, he doesn't say like, hey, yeah, this part of your soul, this whole upset about things that are broken stuff, yeah, I don't like that. Get that, that's gross. Get it out of here. I don't need none of that. I need you to give me some positive declarations and some gratitude. Don't, don't come at me with what's bothering you. You get to the answer. How many of you guys kind of relate to God that way where we're like, I know what the right answer is, so I'm just trying to get to that. I, like, I know that I'm supposed to be rejoicing in all things and that I'm supposed to be making declarations of faith. So I'm just going to skip to that and, and then everything will be fine. And, and, and you guys have been around people that are like that. They're like, praise God, how are you doing? Oh my gosh, God is so good. How are you? You want Stop that. Drop it. Drop it. So anyway, God is so faithful. And you're like, whoa, like you're an unbalanced human person. How many of you guys have experienced that? Right? You kind of see them, they have that, like, that, that glaze. Like, God is so good, he's so faithful. <laughs> and you're like, okay, what you're saying is true, but the way you're saying it is weird. Like something is wrong. And I think that we have a little bit of that to some extent going on in us if we don't understand that God actually invites us into lament. That he invites us to be a whole person. And that in fact, part of prayer is lament. And we don't stay in lament. If we're lamenting every single day and every single moment, that's a different problem. And we'll, we'll preach about that on another day. But I don't think that's where we're landing probably in this tribe, in this house, in this moment. But there is room to say, God, would you teach us how to pray, how to walk and how to live in the same way that Jesus did. And so this morning I want to come, uh, come to, to uh, Psalm 102. And I'm coming from the ESV today and... and uh, and uh, Joe Lieberspock, the amazing, the handsome, the humble, is going to walk through us with, with that. So that'll be there available for you. But before I bring that up, I want to tell you the title of this psalm. Listen to this. 
a prayer of the afflicted when he is faint and pours out his complaint before the Lord. I mean, isn't that a Selah right now? How, how many of you guys just got saved just knowing that God provided a prayer of the afflicted when he is faint and pours out his complaint before the Lord? Just to know that, like, oh, thank you, God. You put that in the Bible. Is that even okay that I can be afflicted, faint, and then pour out my complaint before you're actually inviting that? You put that in the Bible for me? How many of you guys are encouraged that that is in there? Because we need that. We need that because if we try to skip bringing our complaint and our faintedness before the Lord, we, we become that angry person, right? Put that down. Like, what is that? What it, where is that coming from? It's because, it's because we haven't actually allowed our soul to truly cry out to the Lord and be comforted. We haven't allowed ourselves to truly bring what's really bothering us before the Lord. And we, and we soon become these one-dimensional people, these one-dimensional Christians that honestly have a soul that, that, that doesn't even get to cry out to the Lord anymore. Are you guys able to receive that? So, so what I want to do is I want to practice today. We're going to practice today uh, doing that. And we're going to use Psalm 102 as we walk through this together. So let's just begin with verse 1. Hear my prayer, O Lord. Let my cry come to you. Don't hide your face from me in the day of my distress. Incline your ear to me. Answer me speedily in the day when I call. For my days pass away like smoke and my bones burn like a furnace. My heart is struck down like grass and has withered. I forget to eat my bread because of my loud groaning. My bones cling to my flesh. I'm like a desert owl of the wilderness, like an owl of the waste places. I lie awake and I'm a lonely sparrow on the housetop. My days pass away like smoke. You know, how many of us at the end of the day, you're just like, where did that day go? You know, you look up from your shiny little screen and you're like, whoa, that was three hours. Like, what just happened? My day passed away like smoke. Or you, you finish swiping and, ah, my day like smoke passed away. Or you finish binge watching. And you're just like, what is happening? Why, why can't I seem to engage? Why do I need so much to be distracted at all times, God? My, my days are passing by. Oh, God, incline your ear to me. Hear my prayer. Let my cry come to you. We're beginning to say, Lord, first of all, I have a request. I need, I need you to hear me. And it's important too, by the way, that, that you and I hear ourselves asking for God's help. That we're coming and saying, Lord, something is going on that I, I feel like my days are passing by. Lord, incline your ear. Something is happening where it's like my bones burn like a furnace. What, what does that mean? I think that's the anger. I think when your bones are burning like a furnace, I think we're looking at things that are like not going the way we hoped. If you guys are like me, you're an optimist, and so you're like, oh, this won't last too long. Probably, get, probably work out. It's going to work to the good. It'll be fine. Yeah, that's great for about three weeks, but after about six months, you're like, God, I did not sign up. To, to. Your bones begin to burn. You're feeling that pressure. You're feeling that sense of like, when will this end, God? When, when will we shift from this? And, and I, I'm not just talking about the, the irritation of the masks. I, I'm talking about the, the, the many different things that we see that are going on around us. We're going, this is so, this is too much. It's too much, God. And, and we begin to say, Lord, I have a request. And we hear ourselves say, God, incline your ear. I need you. 
As you guys are familiar with, uh, with uh, Alcoholics Anonymous or Narcotics Anonymous or any other anonymous, the, 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 that there's 12 steps, right? There's 12 steps. Celebrate Recovery like got it down to eight steps. I'm not really sure how they worked that out, but good for them. Praise God, less steps. But the first step is this, admitting you have a problem. Like, you can't get help unless you admit you have a problem. And the second step is realizing that you need someone bigger than you to help you with that problem. And they better be bigger than the problem. Knowing AA, they say a higher power because they want to have more people able to engage with it. But most people find Jesus because how many of you know Jesus is the Lord? Come on. You and I have to come before the Lord and say, God, I have a problem. And I need to hear myself saying it. I have a problem. I'm not big enough. I'm not nice enough. And I'm not strong enough to know what to do. But Lord, you are. You're big enough and good enough and strong enough to know what to do, and I need you. And so when we come before the Lord, we come with a request, and we begin to say, God, hear my prayer. Let my cry come to you. So we begin with our own soul. And we hear ourselves begin to ask him for help. So right now, that's what we're going to do. We're going to start. I'm just going to take one moment, a moment of silence, and I'm going to invite the Spirit of God to come and begin to give voice to our own soul. Many of us are so used to being kind of that, praise God, <laughs> or the busy Christian, just like, ee! and, and, and we, we haven't heard from our soul for a while. And in fact, many of us are like, God, I can't hear your voice. I can't hear you right now. Why, why can't I hear you? Why am I not aware of your presence? And it's because the Lord is actually present in the place of pain, in the place of frustration of your heart where the real you actually is. Not the, yeah, praise God, everybody, yay. But the actual, like, God, I don't understand. Like, I don't know what to do. I, I'm not sure. Like, I actually need help right now. And I'm not sure what's next. And, that, and God is there with the real you. Can you guys receive that? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lead us in a prayer. We're going to go into a moment of silence. Just silence and let the Spirit of God begin to give voice to your soul. And then, and then after that, what you're going to begin to do is you're just going to begin to make your request unto the Lord. Lord, I need you in this place. Are you guys, you guys willing to do that? And it's just you, or you, this, is, this is vertical. This is just you. I want you to engage your vocal cords and just whisper it to the Lord. Like this is vertical. You don't have to yell it out. We'll get to some of that later. But this is just you and Jesus. Just engage your vocal cords because you need to hear you making a request to the Lord. Lord, we ask right now, Holy Spirit, as we prepare in this moment of silence, would you come? And help us, says the Spirit of God, searches the hearts and the spirit of man and the spirit of God and tells us, tells us what's going on. Holy Spirit, give voice to our soul that we could make requests to you, God. And I could just begin to just give voice to that now. Just whisper unto the Lord whatever requests your soul is starting to have. Don't edit them, just, just whisper them to the Lord. So we've made a request unto the Lord. We've heard ourselves turn to the Lord and say, God, I need you to hear me. Lord, my cry, let it come to you. Incline your ear and answer me speedily. And then it goes on and it says, I, I, I lie awake. I'm like a lonely sparrow on the housetop. We're going to move into a lament now. 
going to move into a lament. And, and actually, you're with a group right now. I want to encourage you, maybe break up in groups of two or three, depending. If you're in a big row, you're too far away to, but if you're with a couple people, that'll work great. So as we step into this, we're going to actually lament together. But let me bring some, an outline to this. He says, I lie awake. I'm like a lonely sparrow on the housetop. All the day, my enemies taunt me. Those who deride me use my name for a curse. For I eat ashes like bread and I mingle tears with my drink because of your indignation and anger. For you've taken me up and thrown me down and my days are like an evening shadow. I wither away like grass. But you, O Lord, are enthroned forever. You're remembered through all generations. You will arise and have pity on Zion. You see, oftentimes we... We forget to lament and we try to push into declaration without lament. And, and we find ourselves having a hard time truly believing what we're saying or praying because we skipped an important part. So we're not skipping that today. What we're doing is we're going to take time to lament. And what's, what's powerful about lament is that we actually look at the broken places and spaces and we say, God, why should this be? God, why should this be? In light of what's true about you, why should this be? Why should I be lonely when you, put, when you say you put the, father, the, the fatherless into families? Why should I be broken when you're the God that by your stripes I, I am healed? Why, why should the, the minds of people in this world be blinded when you sent Jesus Christ your son? Why, why should believers act like hypocrites and be conflicted in their own lives when your spirit is actually within us. You see what I'm saying? So you, you give voice to what's actually broken. You're not judging anyone. You're, you're not becoming someone else's judge. You're not saying, you know, why is Sarah like that? No, you're, you're saying, God, why is, why is this broken? What, whatever it is. And you give voice to that because you are actually lamenting that. You're seeing it and saying, there's a, there's a disparity, Lord, between what you say and what, what will be. Amen? And so, as, so that's what we're going to do right now is we're going to actually give voice to that. And, and it's somewhat vulnerable, but you're in the safest place in the world. Like, I don't know of a family like this family, and I certainly don't know of a father like this father. So we're just going to lament we're just going to lament, and it can be as personal as you want, or it can be as general as you want, because we're lamenting over the spaces and the places where our heart looks at the difference between what God wants and what is good and right and true and, and what we're still seeing right now. All right, so let's just take a few moments now. Uh, I think we're going to, well, I'll, I'll just give you a 30-second warning when we're going to wrap up. So let's just, Spirit of God, would you begin to give us the courage and by your, by your Holy Spirit, Lord, let it give voice to our soul that we can lament. So just turn to the people next to you. And, and so now we're going to turn it up from whispering and we're going to speak. So just kind of huddle up a little bit. You already came with the people that you're with. So stick with the people you're with. And let's begin to lament. Um, where's Bo? Oh, he left. Oh, you know what? I'll just mute it myself. So we're going to take about another minute. <sighs> Thank you, Jesus. But you, O oh Lord, are enthroned forever. You are remembered throughout all generations. You will arise and have pity on Zion.
It is the time to favor her. The appointed time has come. For your servants hold her stones dear and have pity on her dust. Nations will fear the name of the Lord, and all the kings of the earth will fear your glory. For the Lord builds up Zion. He appears in his glory. He regards the prayer of the destitute, and he does not despise their prayer. Let this be recorded for a generation to come so that a people yet to be created may praise the Lord that he looked down from his holy height. From heaven the Lord looked at the earth to hear the groans of the prisoners and to set free those who were doomed to die. We're we're lamenting those things that we see and then we begin to enter into a spirit of intercession where we're calling out for those that are groaning. So now we're going to intercede, and I, I want us now, this is, we're going to do this as a room, and we're going we're gonna to call out the groans of the prisoners right now. Lord, we're going to groan. We're going to say, Lord, hear the groans of those that are in bondage to addictions. And I want you to just, just go ahead and just shout that out. We want to agree with your prayer. We're just going to do this as a room. Lord, we pray that you would hear the groans of those that are enslaved to human trafficking right now, God. And if you could just, I mean, we are groaning here, so let's not stand on circumstance. Just feel free to just please call it out. These are the people that don't even know to call out. We're going to call out for them. Also, can somebody bring me a Kleenex, please? Yes, Lord. Yes, God. Thank you, Jesus. But you, O Lord, are enthroned forever. You are remembered through all generations. You regard the prayer of the destitute and you do not despise their prayer. Let this be recorded for a generation to come so that a people yet to be created may praise the Lord that he looked down from his holy height, from heaven to the Lord. He looked at the earth to hear the groans of the prisoners and to set free those who were doomed to die that they may declare in Zion the name of the Lord and in Jerusalem his praise when people gather together and kingdoms to worship the Lord. The children of your servants shall dwell secure, this is the last verse, and their offspring shall be established before you. God actually wrote in this through the Holy Spirit, through the psalmist, he wrote this for a generation yet to be born that we would not only be recipients of this prayer, but we would join in the prayer and declare the works of God, that we would see his kingdom come and his will be done, that we could actually declare that we cried out to the Lord and he heard us. So we join our prayer to thousands of years of the faithful from the beginning until he comes. We're a part of this. And after us, there will be generation after generation that reads and engages in this same prayer. So we know that Jesus Christ, who has proven the words of God are true, where he says if he gave, if he didn't withhold even his own son, we know he gave him, how much more will he not also with it give you all things and with it eternal life? 
we've received the Holy Spirit and we receive the answer to the prayers. Amen? So he's heard our prayers. And what we're going to do now is we're going to end with declaration. We're going to end with declaration. We've, we've made a request unto the Lord. We've lamented to the Lord. We've interceded and called out with groaning for those that, that need voice given and for our own. And he has heard us. So now in closing, what we're going to do is we're going to now declare the word of the Lord. We're going to declare the answer from God over these situations. We're speaking to those things that are not as though they are. We're speaking to those dry bones and we're saying live. We're speaking to those dark places and we're saying light be. So I want to encourage you with joy and power and strength of the Lord to shout out the declaration now. To shout out the declaration now. Lord, let your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And go ahead, just shout it out. Stand up if you want to to give it really, give it that diaphragm action. You can sit if you want to, but still give it that diaphragm action. Speak the word of the Lord. Speak the promise. It doesn't have to be a scripture, but speak the word of the Lord over these things. Amen. There's no shame that your love cannot break. Amen. I, I just didn't hear those last two because the fans are kind of loud. If you want to shout them out again, that'd be great. But I know the Lord heard them. The Lord is our provider. Amen. The Lord sets the prisoners free. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, your people will live in security and peace. Amen. Come on. Amen. He is my strength. Yes. Yes. The Lord brings unity between cultures and races. Lord, let it be. 
Jesus is my righteousness. Thank you, Jesus. Let's stand to our feet. Let's release the, the priestly blessing. So we'll do a call and repeat. I'll say the first line, and then you guys repeat. We're praying this over one another. We're praying this over our city. We're praying this over the nation. We're praying this over the earth. Amen? The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord cause his face to shine upon you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you. And be gracious to you. And give you shalom. Amen. Well done, family.